0: In this week's episode, I'm talking to Denis Denkevich from Preply in the Ukraine about how he got into sourcing, sourcing as a career, and what he's working on now. This is episode 17 of the Sourcing Challenge Show, and I'm your host, Mark Longwin. I kicked off the interview by asking Denis how he got into sourcing.
1: Back in uh, two hundred and fourteen uh, a friend of mine who owned the recruitment agency mm-hmm. um, asked me to help him uh, you know, to make such a switch to the digital area and to start hiring it professionals uh, the reason was uh, you know I always was uh, really deeply involved in all technical stuff i mean uh, i wasn't i wasn't a programmer, but i I really enjoy you know surfing the internet just uh, without any sense i mean just yeah, just regarding my curiosity, actually, my mission was to uh, you know making processes more digital, make them more automated. And one more really important thing, to be able to screen candidates for their uh, technical, I mean, backgrounds. And actually, this is something which he was missing. I mean, uh, he wasn't able, you know, feel comfortable in all of these keywords and all of these technologies. And uh, this is where I came up for. for so I mean, uh, you know, I wasn't expected that uh, sourcing becomes something uh, so important, you know, and uh, my main actually my main activity mm-hmm. in my life. I would say that uh, I started sourcing uh, because I want to be. I want to become, became a recruiter, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, for that time I haven't uh, different vision because, like you know, the friend of mine he was a recruiter, so uh, I think that yeah, like um, maybe maybe I should start sourcing, you know, to one day become a recruiter. Yeah, uh, but uh, hopefully a couple of years ago I met Martin Lee and mm-hmm. I was attending uh, his awesome training session uh, when he, when he was attended Kiev. And um, he told me that Dennis, you know, the thing is that uh, sources actually earns, you know, even more than recruiters. First thing, and yeah, and one more thing that um, it's not you know you're not obliged to be to become a recruiter, you know, if you will be successful at sourcing. At that moment, I uh, I thought, all oh, right, <laughs> then I can you know just focus on sourcing and do all my best to. Uh, cover all all the knowledge available around on the internet, and yeah, and I think that uh, starting from that point, I, I really appreciate Martin uh, Martin's advices and as well as uh, all the training session which I attended uh, because um, it was really so inspir. You know, uh, it was a kind of inspiration for me because I used to thought that this is my path to recruitment, but um, you know, I, I was never uh, thinking that this is something which I will do through all of my life.
0: you other than kind of you're doing the Martins training, um, how did you pick up on all the, the kind of skills or, or the things that you're doing now? <laughs>
1: uh, so I think that uh, I'm really lucky because I have a really super curious, you know, mind. And uh, so I always uh, trying to find an answers or at least if not find, at least to, you know, uh, see this uh, path which I can move in, move in from to, to to get the skills because, mm-hmm. uh, like I think that mm, one thing that we should uh, stick to is that we need to be creative as a like as a human beings you know because obviously that uh, all of this you know talks uh, about machines and artificial intelligence and that. They will move us away from our, from what we are doing and uh, I think still that it, it, it is not true just in case we will be continuously developing ourselves and the way we look at the things, you know, and uh, even the way how easy we are able to gain some knowledge, you know, so yeah, um, yeah the, the thing is, is that you need to be ready, you know, to stuck and you need to be ready to asking advice to spend a lot of hours you know diving deeper and deeper into those or another specific topic and uh, this is how you you can you can you know still be in a sourcing and still still being uh, like in dama I
0: would say maybe you've been very active in the different communities, especially the, the growth hacking for recruiters um, and sharing a, a lot of research that you find and a lot of knowledge. Where, where do you kind of pick up on everything and, and how much, you know, how much research do you do on the Internet? Because it seems like every week you found something else that you, yeah, you yeah, think yeah. Is, uh, is, is interesting for everybody and you share it with everybody. Yeah, you know, I was um,
1: really inspired by Dean DaCosta in SourceCon community. I I would say that he was the first person uh, who was, you know, such a masterpiece of all of this knowledge being constantly shared. And uh, uh, I think that um, I set kind of a goal for myself to uh, look for some interesting stuff during the week, at least, you know three times a week, and I spent uh, 15 minutes uh, for each session, and I'm just using a couple of um, Google Advanced Search, which are uh, built for, you know, x educational resources and stuff like this. And um, other thing is, so, the most of the content I've ever found, I found on uh, being stored on Amazon Web Services or uh, WordPress Content uh, Cloud Service. So uh, I would say that just simple boolean string. So, sorry, so just simple X Ray string um, in URL VP uh, content slash, and then you, you should put just put the year yeah you are looking for, and then you can play around the keywords or play around the in title and in URL character. Yeah, because like yeah, if you will if you will specify that you are looking just for you know PDF files or uh, for example, sourcing or uh, talent mapping or something like this in URL or in title, you will get a bunch of results and then you just need to, like, dive deeper and figure out if that matters for you uh, or no. Yeah, and the thing that uh, constantly uh, looking for something is something which can help you, you know, to get all of this tips and hints and share it with everybody.
0: But tell me a bit about what you do today then, you're, you're more in a, are you still in a kind of source of role or you're more in a, a full stack recruiter role? Um,
1: so, uh, nowadays I'm working with Preply, we'll be, we are building a global marketplace for one-on-one tutoring. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we are currently kind of focusing on learning languages specifically and uh, I would say that uh, my role you know uh, changed a little bit like during my journey with Preply, because I joined as a full cycle recruiter Mm -hmm. Uh, the thing is that you know in uh, like in Ukraine we don't have sourcing and recruitment functions being like uh, completely separated yeah yeah, and uh, that was the reason. Uh, like w- when I was joining Preply, you know, there was no opening uh, for Sourcer, <laughs> and yeah, <laughs> that's why uh, you know I needed to transform somehow myself. You know, with the obviously with the appreciation of the managers and of the founders, um, and uh, this is something I really proud of because um i would say that i'm uh, at the very end of building you know the sourcing function here at Preply, like from the ground up yeah. i mean yeah because uh, obviously that uh, pretty much everyone you know knows that sourcing exists <laughs> but the other thing to figure out that it really matters to to have it to have them separate uh, from from recruitment and uh, to, to start getting more value from that. That was a challenge I, I was I, like, I think I'm at the very end of uh,
0: achieving. How did you go about that? Like, where did, where did you start to kind of show them and, and, and build that function and, and show them the value?
1: Yeah, so I would say that uh, a lot of value for this very case brings me Shelley Stacker's book, The Source and Method. Uh, because uh, and and one more really useful source for me was uh, Ballard's blog yeah Uh, yeah yeah regarding how he built the sourcing function and the sourcing team it was really super exciting and what I was trying to do uh, I was trying to implement all of this knowledge to our like uh, case you know and uh, to make some to to put some parallels just just to founders to see you know the uh, similar things between you know like uh, proven expertise of Shelley and uh, like I always you know reference that I'm I'm not just uh, bringing the ideas from my head and from my uh, yeah, from my imagination but it, it's just like you know proven practices and stuff yeah. like this and this is something which uh, definitely like uh, had some impact on founders' vision, I would say uh, hopefully uh, recently we hired a uh, head of recruitment from Booking.com, mm-hmm. and uh, when she joined like she really helped me you know to move all the things further and uh, finally start using them
0: in terms of your the kind of roles that you recruit for then is it both uh, to build the, the team from Preply uh, from, uh, and to to get their um, the kind of choosers as well, or, or how does that work? Um, so uh, you, you
1: mean the scope of the roles I'm sourcing for, right? Yeah, uh, pretty different. So we are currently building. Uh, we already opened one more office in Berlin, and currently looking to hire marketing and product people. Okay. Yeah, to to have them in Berlin because it wasn't so real, you know, to relocate them to Ukraine.
0: <laughs> it can can be difficult yeah I can imagine yeah yeah Uh, so you know I I
1: would still say that uh, there there are a couple of benefits you know relocation to Ukraine Uh, pretty obvious that there are not so much but still you know the the cost of life is pretty cheap yeah and like we have a pretty friendly people pretty uh, you know interesting cuisine I would say like many interesting stuff but yeah uh, still like European people uh, usually relying, you know, on the quality in general of life uh, and safety, which is uh, like, yeah, definitely not not about Ukraine. Uh, not that much, I mean, obviously. <laughs> that was the reason, like, uh, why we decided to uh, have this office opening in Berlin. And currently, we are working on uh, build uh, talent mapping for um, our very, like, specific technologies yeah, and... Uh, Yeah, specific cases because uh, we need developers, we need full-stack developers, you know, to have experience with implementing real-time collaboration technology, like really advanced GraphQL engineers and stuff like that. Um, That's why currently I'm doing my, like, deep research on uh, education technology marketplaces, Mm -hmm. first of all. Uh, Then, like, I would say not our direct, but maybe indirect competitors. And uh, then I will just do research regarding the technologies we are using. Uh, so I, I, I already created, you know, all of these possible sources, you know, of yeah. Uh, finding, yeah, 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 and engaging the candidates. And one more thing I'm currently focusing on is uh, diversifying our sourcing strategy. Yeah. Specifically, yeah, because we have, by the way, it, it is really, uh, achievement, I would say, for us because we have the most diverse team in Ukraine uh, as a company. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, this is also, I think, something uh, which help us to bring more foreign and diverse people on board, you know, because, like, we already have a lot of them and uh, it's much easier for uh, different people to, you know, to make this decision uh, to move. For another country and, and to join the people because they like they're aware that uh, we already get there we already have a multinational environment and yeah and it works for us
0: in terms of your channels or, or tools how are you kind of set up and and how are you achieving that both in terms of yeah diversity and and finding these people in the first place
1: yeah so in terms of diversity it's definitely a specific boolean strings which I'm using using for uh, it it doesn't matter or searching LinkedIn advanced search or extra in Google uh, so it's a kind of specific science of racial or gender or ethical um uh, yeah signs that people are related to source or in other groups. Mm-hmm. And uh one more thing I would say that uh what about the sources and the tools? You know, uh, I I was having a situation when I get stuck when I uh you know get my trial period ended <laughs> with one with one tool. And uh you know it, I don't I don't even want to share the name of this tool because it was uh, really so uh, so, so for a while ago, I mean that. Uh, but still, the the case and uh, lesson which I learned from from this very situation is that uh, I shouldn't rely, you know, on one, on or even two specific tools. Uh, yeah. Because like uh, everything is changed so fast, and like uh, I'm not sure that. If if we will stick to even for example top three of of the tools or sources, I'm not sure that like tomorrow uh, two or even all of them will work for us. And one more thing, you know, um, again back then in two, two, 2014, I was you know so excited that people can. Uh, type uh, Google X-ray queries and type just by by, by their hands. You know, yeah. it started right inside, da, 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 and uh, but still, I would say that uh, when you get this skill and when you were able to, you know, uh, just create. So this is when actually creativity comes up. You know, when you are uh, not mm, not afraid of just doing it by your hands. And you are, like, so familiar with the structure and, uh, like, with the expected results, I would say, that you are just playing around this, putting it all in the brackets or quotes or stuff like this. And uh, so I think that the moment when I start getting a lot of value from Google X-ray search is when I, you know, uh, start typing these queries by my hands, I mean. Yeah. uh, Yeah. And Don't rely. for example, I really... Uh, Super thankful to Irina Shamaeva and to Mm -hmm. her uh, 300 Boolean Strings book, you know. (laughs) Yeah, but until that moment, like, uh, until I was just redirecting from, like, from her links to to the results, uh, I I wasn't, wasn't getting a lot of sense from it, but, yeah. When I started to do it by my own, I think that uh, that was the moment when I realized that yeah, oh my God, I will,
0: I will, <laughs> I, will be, I will be here and I
1: will and will be rocking really.
0: <laughs> What's something that you're working on now that that, that is uh, yeah that you feel excited about? So, I, I'm currently working on my, uh, I will be
1: speaking on Social Recruiting Days, mm-hmm. uh, conference which will take place in Berlin in October, I can't remember the date, I, uh, 23rd of October. Yeah. Okay, cool. And uh, the topic of my talk uh, would be sourcing as a mindset and why you should treat it as such.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, because... Mm, like analyzing all of my mistakes that I've ever meet, ever did, like regarding my expectations, you know, or um, or just regarding how everything was happening. Like I want to share um, actually how I how I get there. First of all, how I. By the way, your question regarding the content is also you know something which I want to put in my presentation and share. Uh, different ways for people like you know the most useful uh, from my previous experience and those which when you know when you type your search and even hit enter and then like every, so all the results are super relevant and then you are super excited about them um, yeah and, and actually uh, I will try to explain people how to focus on sourcing from the very beginning you know yeah. not to try to Uh, have this additional step uh, before you will get to recruitment. Uh, Yeah, because I think that it's really important to understand from the very beginning, like, because, uh, you know, it can be really frustrated if you will think, like, you are moving to something, like, further, but currently you are just doing it because you need to do that. Yeah, It, 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 yeah, it, it wouldn't work, I guess. And uh, yeah, so I'm trying to organize all my knowledge, you know, in a, such a Kanban board. Yeah, um, split it to three different topics: actually, theory, practice, and tools. Mm-hmm. And uh, then, like, uh, to build something like really exciting and really resourceful. And one more thing, I, I want to try to you know create uh, short videos which I won't be shared like during my speech, uh, but still all of these videos will be available for the people, uh, you know, afterwards to dig into and to to go deeper deeper into the things. Yeah, Yeah. because from my perspective, you know, uh, even when I I remember like uh, Martin's lead uh, training, but you know, it, it was super successful, I would say, and it was a masterpiece, but still uh the thing I missed is is you know when you are back home and open these slides and, and from one moment you, you you realize that you are not so familiar with the topic yeah uh, and you like uh, I was wondering if I can somehow you know provide this experience uh, in more richer way and what I decided to do is to record loom videos with uh, briefly explanations and step step-by-step guides uh, for, for, for every hub because it's too boring to present uh, something like uh, as a keynote, you know, all of these people uh, sitting like this and uh, understand like uh, maybe 20% of what you are trying to explain them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's why I will try to focus, you know, on inspirational things and uh, on, things, on things we can actually discuss with the audience Uh, But all of this touchy and hacking stuff will be included in my pitch deck which like I will share with everyone after the conference. Presentation should be something which, uh, you know, when you leave the scene and you leave the floor, uh, people should be inspired by something, not, you know, overweighted with all of this information and all of this. Because, uh, like, I remember when Martin uh, told me that, you know, silence is also a really great, you know, moment to, uh, to people to sing, you know, to be inspired of what you were saying. Uh, yeah, but, but, but still I think that it should be more uh, interactive, I would say, and the audience should be involved into the talk and, yep. uh, yeah, and should participate actively because someone can
0: fall asleep. <laughs> uh, and for you, what are you still kind of missing or where, where would you like to see your sourcing career go?
1: You know, I would say that I'm definitely missing sourcing community, like sustainable community in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, analyzing
0: the winners of all the amazing hiring hackathons. Uh, it seems to be, yeah, three companies in the Ukraine always being in the top 10 and 20. Yeah. <laughs>
1: so I I think that uh, this is a really strong reason, you know, to, to maintain it and to... Uh, To provide a possibility, you know, to become like uh, as much professional as SourceCon is, and uh, you know, you never know like how it goes. But uh, the thing, uh, uh, I really. look forward is someone you know because for now i'm too busy to to actually to do that job i mean to uh, gain all of these people to put them in the list and start doing something so hopefully uh, someone will like uh, who is more available than me will start doing that and like we will have our first meet up very soon uh, yeah but still if this is like if this one happened uh i will come up uh, with my e-force there, definitely, because I think that we have pretty powerful uh, informational technology in the ecosystem, so why not to have, you know, uh prospective European sourcing community as yeah.
0: well. No, I, I could definitely see a, a local chapter of SourceCon in Kiev uh, being very successful.
1: Yeah, but it's not you know uh, we don't even aware of each other. I mean, no, uh, yeah, yeah, like we we everyone at Sourceycon, everyone like liking the posts and commenting. <laughs> but yeah, but uh, we will obviously get
0: uh, more value if we will you know know each other, have a network, have a Slack group and stuff like that. That's the big thing for me as well. It's being in those community either on. On Facebook or I was lucky to work with Aaron Lintz in an old in a company a couple of years ago and that kind of built my my network up of just being introduced to different people in the sourcing community right I also really like
1: uh, everything which Aaron was shared Mm -hmm. like I really really think
0: that he's a uh geeky one and uh <laughs> definitely <laughs> well, now he's in he's in my team as again yeah i
1: saw that you and softworks uh, have has really like uh powerful powerful team yeah 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 so you are like your company is okay with remote workers right we're all
0: we're all working from home ah oh everyone uh, um we're a distributed team and we're working agile so we got you know daily stand-ups and we know what we're all working on we have our Trello board so we know what you know what's next and we know what everybody's uh, which which role everybody's working on and where the car where their jobs are
1: yeah it's interesting you know because I I also really inspired by such companies as Buffer, Zapier I mean uh, like completely remote teams yeah I really
0: think that uh, this is something we we will uh, working on in the future like we don't need to be in an office to do what we do, and if you want the best people in in sourcing, you're going to have that flexibility. I'm hoping more companies are going to see that as well, because I tend especially for sourcers, yeah. it tends to be managers who don't quite understand what we do, so they want to manage us, they want to you know look over our yeah. shoulders, like, you know, are you just surfing on the internet? Or are you actually working? Yeah. which is like <laughs> and I've, I've been in those roles as well, where it's just like, look. It takes me three hours a day to come into the office at like in total. I could sit at home and do that and do work for those three hours instead. I, you know how it is with sourcing. Like you might, you might not be productive during the day, but then you find that right string in the evening and you're going to work until midnight because you just, you find all the people you really wanted. Um, I I can't tell you that I work from nine to whatever, because it it depends what, you know, how it just pans out. And that's Mm -hmm. what my team does. Yeah, it's exciting, you know that. Uh, you know, I was
1: thinking that I'm am o- only the one who experience in this regarding what you what you were saying. Like, uh, are you just you know scrolling the the feeds, or
0: maybe you are a source for the roles? Why are you on Facebook? You can't source from there. It's like actually, let yeah, me show that. you a couple of things. But it's yeah. like, yeah, it just looks like you're doing social media all day. <laughs> it's so funny, really. I'm so happy that you know I'm not the one now. <laughs> for- Dealing. anything else you kind of wanted to share for now i think that
1: i shared pretty pretty everything uh, i wanted to share so uh looking forward really to SourceCon to finally see you and yeah see you in person
0: and uh having a current conversation thanks mark people want to stay in touch with you and see all the, the you know the gold nuggets that you're sharing every week how do they uh, can they best do that
1: uh, I would say that, um, you know, I will share uh, my, like my new find on every social media mm-hmm. profile, but uh, still my suggestion would be uh, to send a request to Growth Hacking Recruiters Group <laughs> because, you know, for now uh, it's a kind of the place where I'm, you know, I, I would say share the most of my finds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, still for those who are curious enough, they will find everything like on LinkedIn or on my Twitter or on
0: my blog. Look, very much forward to seeing you and thank you very much, Dennis. Same here, Mark. Bye. Thank you all for watching. I'll be back next week with a new sourcing conversation. To be one of the first ones to know about new episodes, make sure you subscribe to this channel.